0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 262, and I think I'm going to call it Blending organizing styles or something like that. Because here's the thing. We are talking today. Um, I am, I say we, I don't know who we is. I am talking today with Alyssa. She is a Patreon member. Um, So we are doing a strategy session talking through some of her uh, unique challenges, which I say unique, but at the same time, I think there are challenges that we all face. And one of the things we really talk about is, you know, the things that her husband is really into and making that work with their overall home, as far as, you know, the way he likes to be, have his stuff versus how she does and all that kind of stuff. So we talk about that, but it, you know, it often comes down to the same thing, which is what I say all the time, or it doesn't often, it always comes down to, you can only do what you can do, like what you personally can actually do. And so we kind of talk through some ways to, um, you know, acknowledge that we're not the only person living in our homes, but at the same time, um, you know, try to come up with ways that are going to be beneficial for everybody. So whatever, I think that's what I'm going to call it. We'll see how that works. Uh, but we also talk about project brain and we also talk about just general feelings of overwhelm and what's the point and all that kind of stuff. So I think you're really going to love this. I had so much fun talking with Alyssa, just as a reminder, if you would like to be a member of our Patreon community. Um, one of the biggest perks that she talks about absolutely loving, uh, is our kindred spirits Facebook group, which is a super secret Facebook group that is only for those people who are patrons of the show at the $5 a month level or more. So you can join, be part of that. And then, um, it's my patrons who get to apply to do these strategy sessions, um, on the podcast. So anyway, let me know, uh, I don't know why I just said, let me know. That makes no sense. But um, go to (laughs) patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. If you would like to find out more about what it means to be a patron of the show. All right, here we go. Alyssa, how are you? I'm so excited to be talking to you. I'm so excited to have this chance for us to chat. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your unique life situation. What makes you unique?
1: I mean, I don't ha- it's not super exciting, but I have four kids. My oldest that is, is super exciting. <laughs> it, it might make it a little more chaotic. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. So I have, um, I have a 17 year old son and a 15 year old daughter and a nine year old daughter and a seven year old daughter. So I have oh. three girls and one boy. And I kind of have, I feel like I have two sets of kids because my two oldest are two years apart. And then I had two surprise babies after. So that's so fun. Sometimes (laughs) (laughs) keeping me young and making me feel old at the same time. You
0: know, I have uh, quite a few friends that, um, you know, have similar stories to that. And I always think about the, you know, like, what is it like when you're taking a baby, to like, I don't know if they're this far apart, but like to a junior high football game or, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, that kind of, it's just a whole different world.
1: It is. And when I got pregnant with my third was, I found out like the same month that I had got my second child into all day kindergarten and thought my life oh, was wow. like opening up for me. And then I found out I was pregnant. So it was like, oh, <laughs> not yet. Those plans. Yeah. I'm still going to be a mom. So, and, and not that yeah, I love I know it, what but. you
0: mean. I totally know what you mean.
1: Yeah. So it's been an adjustment, but I'm getting, I mean, everybody's in school now. Oh, And man. so it's, it's helping. Are they actually in school right now? <laughs> no, I said that
0: and I was like, are they? We're on day two. Like I'm on our second day of them actually being gone. And it's such a weird thing. I was telling my daughter yesterday, I was like, it's so weird that you're going back to school. But it's so weird that it's so weird,
1: you know, like yes. <laughs> just
0: anyway. Yeah. That's it.
1: That's exactly. Um, my two youngest are going f- every day because they go to a charter school. So they okay. the charter school decided to do every day. Everyone else is doing hybrid. Okay. Um, my high schooler isn't doing hybrid, but she can handle it. I'm not very good at doing the online schooling. So it's been a real blessing to have them back in school But it's been, yeah, I was telling my kids as the seasons come around, we are used to these patterns of things that, you know, just Mm -hmm. happen. And school is like a big pattern, (laughs) you know, back to school and going to school after summer. So when it was really up in the air, it really um, stressed me out a lot. I didn't know what we were going to do. Yeah. And I've always
0: been one that I like having my kids home and I always enjoy summer and I'm, I always tell them, I'm sad you guys are going back to school And then this year was like, okay, but everybody's ready to go because they're ready to get going with things. And so then there was like, okay, well then I don't feel that way. And then when they actually went, I've been like super depressed about it, you know? So it's just this, Mm -hmm. yeah. Why can't anything be easy this year? But whatever. (laughs) We'll we'll get off that topic. But um, so let's talk about, oh, I have a new question that I want to ask people. Okay. So you get to be my first one. (laughs) No, Um, like what was your introduction to a slob comes clean? Was it book podcasts, blog, YouTube? Like what was it? And then I also want to know which thing has been like the most ongoingly
1: helpful for you. Okay. So I would always get the audible ads on my Facebook or, you know, just whatever social media I was using. I think it was Facebook though. And I saw the cover of your, um, now I'm like blanky, but the first book that I read How was- How to manage the, your home without losing your mind. Yes. yes. And I okay. saw the cover and I was like, oh, I think I might like, I just liked the cover and plus I am losing my mind. So that was like, <laughs> I need to, <laughs> I need to read this book. So I actually downloaded the audiobook and it was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've, cause I haven't read a whole lot of like h- housekeeping organization mm-hmm. books, mostly because- um, and I think you can relate. I feel like I missed that chapter in my childhood. Like my mom, I hope she doesn't ever listen to this. I won't tell her. Um, <laughs> but like my mom wasn't a great housekeeper and I'm not a great house. I feel like I lost, I miss, like everybody knows what they're doing. The normal people that you say, they know how to do it. And I never like learned that. And so whenever I read the books, I'm like, well, yeah, but I can't do that. <laughs> so I, I feel like I have... Sometimes I hesitate to say things because
0: I feel like I have a cleaning learning disability. Yes. You know, like, I don't want someone to be like, oh, you know what I mean. Sometimes I just don't want to offend someone who has a legitimate struggle. And this is a legitimate struggle. That's the whole reason that we have this podcast, but... But yeah, I do. I feel like, because my mom was a good housekeeper and she did try to teach me. And it's like, I just feel like I didn't, nothing sunk in. Like nothing, Like when it came time to do my own stuff, it just, oh, yeah. you know, so I think there's all different ways that we come to this, but um, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Talking about no, that's my okay.
1: That it just, <laughs> it, it really spoke to me because I, I even, um, you know, back when, probably when your blog started, I was probably been. 12 years ago, I started a blog back when blogs were like everybody did a blog. And um, that was one of my entries was like, Help me out. You know, help me out. How do you do this? How do you clean your house? And I, some people were like, Well, you just do it. I don't know what's wrong with you. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Okay, so how do I ask the question? (laughs) You know, like, Okay, how do you do your dishes? Was pretty much like, I had the dishes as a chore as a kid. My dad had a checklist that he made us, you know, go through Mm -hmm. and stuff. But for some reason, I still couldn't figure out how to do my dishes in the best. I wanted to be efficient. And that leads me to the thing that really has made the most consistent change is doing my dishes. I, it's been something I used to throw a tantrum every night when it was my di- time to tr- do the dishes as a kid. And then like as a mom, it was like, oh, the dishes every day is my, my job. And I would just put it off and put it off. I'm a really good procrastinator of things I don't want to do. And like you say, yeah, the dishes math. I mean, that made sense in my brain. And so it's been about, well, it's been almost, so a year and a half I've done the dishes every night. That's so great. (laughs) But it has really, I mean, it really has made a big deal, big change in my life because for the longest time, my main complaint was, I'd be out to lunch with a friend or, or anything, and I'd be like, oh, I have to go home and clean my kitchen. <laughs> it's like every day. They're like, don't you know how to do that already? But I didn't. So this has made a huge change. Just the simple thing of doing your dishes. I know. It has such a bigger impact than I would have
0: ever imagined that it could.
1: Well, and the key to me was giving myself permission to run the dishwasher every night because I just always had it in my mind. Well, if it's not full, don't run it. But if it's not full, then it's easier to unload. And I was able to like come to grips with the fact that I'd much rather run half a load than let it pile up and have a load and a half waiting for me in the sink. Which can't be done. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, and I always have to remind people, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast where I talked about it or not, but it actually uses less water to run a dishwasher than it does to hand wash. So which is mind-boggling because I don't understand right. the engineering of it, but I have been to the labs where they explained all of that oh and I went, "Oh neat. I'll just remember the part about it being less water. I don't remember how." But right. but yeah, because of the energy efficiency focus of a dishwasher, it uses so much less water than it does when you hand because when you hand wash you know, you have the rinsing and the refilling and the, all that stuff. And it's, it's amazing how much less water it uses. And so if that's the hangup to know that is often, I think Cascade has a commercial series out right now about, you know, running your dishwasher every single night, which I thought that they should have me be totally. the person doing those commercials. I
1: Cascade mean, isn't that your thing? It
0: kind <laughs> of is. It, anyway, whatever. <laughs> but it's their loss. And no, I'm just kidding. I'll totally do it. If you guys are listening right now, call me and I'll do it. But, but that, that is, I mean, it's such a, it's, it can be such a hang up, especially for those of us who want to be efficient and do the right thing. And right. Who, if this isn't natural for us anyway. That can be such a hang up. So.
1: Well, and honestly, and I mean, Cascade, you can call me too. I'll be it. <laughs> um, but my dishes get so much cleaner. Like, I feel like they're cleaner when it's not a crowded load of dishes, which that makes sense because the water can actually move around, but I've noticed my dishes are cleaner too. So I'm all for it. I
0: think too, the cleaner part can also come from them not having as long to get crusty. Let's just talk about crusty dishes, (laughs) (laughs) but really the, I mean, this stuff has only, it's had less than 24 hours to dry on there. And so it's going to come off a little bit easier. Yeah. Let's talk about one of this episode's sponsors, BetterHelp. Sometimes decluttering struggles have their roots in deeper issues. If you're struggling with your mental health, I encourage you to check out BetterHelp. It allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor from home in a safe and private online environment. This means you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request the new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though I do want to be clear, it's not a crisis line. The challenges you're facing may be different from the ones that your neighbors are facing. Through BetterHelp... You have access to broad expertise in the network so you can address your unique needs. You're not limited to what's available in your local area, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can check out testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash clean. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash clean. So what are some ways that doing the dishes every day have impacted your, the rest of your home
1: Like, have you had any surprises on how that's affected
0: the rest of your home?
1: So mentally, this was one thing that I wasn't counting on was, and it still surprises me sometimes is I was in so much of a habit of thinking I've got to clean the kitchen. Like that was my main thing I needed to do every day. And half the time I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. That once my kitchen is clean after like 15 minutes of just upkeep, I'm like, but wait, what am I supposed to be doing today? You know, like if I have any downtime, I'm thinking, but the kitchen's already clean. (laughs) Yes. It sounds so sad, but that was like my, that was my default mental state was I have so much to do. And now that it's done, I can actually like clean other parts of my house if I want to or read or, you know, do those things without feeling like, well, but the dishes really should be done first.
0: Yes. But then not doing the dishes and then feeling like, what have I, that was me. I mean, I was like, okay, well, what have I done today? I didn't know it at the time, but what I had done is felt guilty about not cleaning the kitchen.
1: And yeah. So then all that day long. Me, yes. Yeah. It that was more energy was, than you realize. So much more. And it was almost like I lived off of it. Yeah. And it was my really big, and, and this may get, you know, not that you're my therapist, but this gets <laughs> I down. am not
0: a therapist. I'm going to go ahead and state <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> the
1: is, it was my default way of procrastinating everything else. Okay. So I would, you know, sit down to I used to work from home and do, you know, writing, technical writing and I would sit down to work and think I really should go clean the kitchen. Or I would I would sit down to something that maybe was a little bit more enjoyable to me and I would think I should probably start it after I clean the kitchen. So it was like the kitchen was always something that kept me from doing the things I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. whether I did it or not. It was always that thing that made me feel guilty about doing things I enjoyed. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's something that I've noticed just personally, but also just (laughs) my husband who I feel like is blind to clutter. Mm -hmm. Actually, like he's, he kind of has noticed, I don't think he noticed it right away, but whenever the kitchen is a little more disorganized, it's like, well, well now that now he's going to sound like a jerk and I'm not trying to make him sound like a jerk, but he'll be like, well, why, why, why haven't you done the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> but really, cause he knows that's like my thing that I've been doing. So, well, and I, I think, I think too, what you're
0: saying is that, and I think this is going to maybe, we'll maybe talk about this in one of your questions as well, that's coming up. But I, I think what I'm hearing you say is that he has adjusted to knowing what the kitchen is supposed to look like. Now the kitchen is supposed to look clean where before it wasn't. That's one of my big things I always talk about is I had to accept that I had made a messy kitchen be the normal thing for my home and now that's that's a big milestone for you honestly i know it's frustrating i get it but it's a big milestone that you have now made a clean kitchen the normal for your home um, Yay. yeah because i mean everybody adjusts to whatever they're having to live in and it drives different things drive different people crazy but that's a big deal you know, that, that means he's noticed. So we're going to give that credit. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So are you now, do you consider yourself podcast listener or? Oh
1: yeah. I totally, I, I read the book and I was like, okay, this woman is reading my mind. (laughs) And then I did see that you had a podcast. So, and I am like a podcast junkie, like before podcasts were cool, I was listening to all really. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but yeah.
0: So, and then so, I started a podcast before I'd ever listened to one, which is not what I advise people to do.
1: <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> anyway, but I love uh, podcasts now too. I'm obsessed. Me so, too. Yeah. It's like I never even, people ask me like what, what music I listen to. It's like, well, duh, it's podcasts. That's, That's not me. exactly what I say. So when I found you had a podcast, of course, I, um, downloaded it. And then I, you know, scrolled through and picked all my favorite ones that I wanted to learn about. So I feel like, um, I've had you in my ear for a long time now. So I'm sorry
0: about that. No, it's Okay. <laughs> okay so we talked about daily dishes, having the, being the number one thing that's had the biggest impact on your home. Give me another strategy that has had a huge impact on your home.
1: Okay. So this one is, I'm still working on it. <laughs>
0: So oh, we're we 're all gonna are.
1: say yeah, yeah we 're not going to say, count that as a milestone because we 're okay. not okay' it, but it 's the take it there now, okay, because my technique in cleaning before was always sort through, make a pile, and then go through the piles, but usually, by the time it was time to go through the piles, my attention was like. I'm so done with this. We'll get this tomorrow and then tomorrow I don't want to do it. So um, take it there now is huge. And I have realized a lot of my um, clutter is stuff that I don't know where to take it or where I need to take it is inconvenient. So I don't um, like yesterday I was kind of going through a little bit of like the catch all counter in my kitchen, which I'm, I'm hoping other people have. I think they do, but we all do. Yeah. Where you just throw stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, why are there tools here? You know, we had like tools just sitting there and it was because nobody wanted to take it down to the garage. So, you know, it's just taking it there. Now it's me and the rest of my family. We kind of get lazy with like, I'll do it later or I won't do it. Yeah. Now I'll just put it over here. And then it becomes the clutter that you don't notice. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I know that's, that's your, we're talking about a success as far as, you know, you're, it's been very helpful, but I do, you know, that struggle right there is legitimate. I mean, sometimes it's, even though you know what to do, it's the, uh, whatever. And I think every time you can force yourself and I'm not sitting here saying, just do it. Like when people told you just do your dishes, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to say that because I know there's more to it than that. But every time that you go ahead and force yourself to do that, focusing on the, that's done. Like that's done. And it's not just out of its space. It's also out of my brain, like the dishes, you know, and the beauty of that is if you don't use your tools every single day, then it's done for a really long time. You know, it's not like dishes math where you're going to have more dishes within an hour or two hours, but you know, that mental space freeing up of not having to be like, Oh, that's something to do later, you know, kind of focusing on that. Yeah.
1: Well, and I've been trying to teach my kids, especially like my seven-year-old, she is the worst at, you know, getting stuff out. She's playing with markers or whatever. And I tell her, you know, okay, put it away and then we'll do this. And she'll gather it up and put it to the side or walk past where it belongs to put it somewhere else because she just doesn't want to put it away. And so I've been trying to teach <laughs> teach her that like, you're doing it, you know, the time you're taking to like avoid putting it away, you could have put it away three times by now, you know, so it's.
0: Yeah. And I think too, in that, that's where the beauty of a five minute pickup comes in. Yes, it it is because it's, I was, I just did an interview where I was the person being interviewed and we were talking about, you know, efficiency and all that kind of stuff and, um, frustrations over not putting things away when you should put it away and all that. And I could lament because I am so bad. My own daughter, I feel like I've said this in a podcast recently, but my own daughter said to me recently, because she's so much more naturally organized than I am, I'm so thankful for her. <laughs> But she said, um, mom, you know, if you would just put your purse in the same place every time when you walk in the house, then you wouldn't be desperately looking for it and asking your dog why they haven't learned how to find it for you. I mean, like, that's my number one thing is I'm like, why can my dog not learn how to find my purse? I don't know how to teach her to, but whatever. Anyway, but when she said that, I, of course I'm like, "Ah, have you not listened to my podcast? But anyway, (laughs) but, but I really though, it's like, I sometimes can get so frustrated with myself. Like, why do I not do this? And yet the five minute pickup solves the problem and moves my house forward, you know. So, um, and, and the more I do five minute pickups, the more likely I am to go, you know what, it would be easier if I just put this away right now yes. instead of waiting right. for the five minute. But it's the five minute pickup that trains my brain better to do that. Not that it's completely trained because I still randomly set stuff down. But
1: that's a good point because I did try to implement some five minute pickups with my kids this never ending summer that we had. Yes. And it was funny because I called it, I was like, okay, five, you know, just out of the blue, five minute pickup, I'd set the timer. We would do it real fast. And then after a little while, we were listening to one of your podcasts in the car and my daughter was like, oh, so now I know where you got the five minute pickup. (laughs) She was all snotty about it. (laughs) I, it,
0: it's funny because there's a cup now that, you know, people know what I do for a living. Um, a couple of my kids, friends, moms will talk about the five minute pickup and how, and, you know, and so my kids have occasionally gotten, you know, their friends irritated that I gave their mom the idea. <laughs> so it's, yeah. yeah, sorry about that kids guys. Sorry <laughs> about that. Anyway. Thanks to our sponsor, Third Love. Here on this podcast, we celebrate uniqueness. And that's one of the reasons I feel like Third Love is a great fit to talk about here. Third Love bras are especially designed for your perfect fit. Third Love uses measurements of millions of women to design bras with all day comfort and support. They have cups from AA to I, including half sizes. Third Love is committed to making bras that are actually comfortable. There is no substitute for comfort, especially when it comes to your bra. With signature details like memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band, Third Love creates better bras that focus on what matters, keeping you comfortable, no shortcuts, no substitutions. From modern stripes to lace that actually feels soft to their number one rated 24-7 classic t-shirt bra, check out the exclusive styles all at thirdlove.com. I took the quiz on their site and the bra that they recommended for me really was a perfect fit and they stand behind their products. If you don't love it, every customer has 60 days to return. Third Love donates all their gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 10% off your first order. Go to Third Love dot com slash clean now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash clean for 10% off today. Okay. So let's talk about some of your questions that you want to discuss. Okay.
1: So one of the main things was just, and we've kind of talked about this already was just, um, I'm trying to put this nicely. My husband is the kind of person and we already, we actually a couple of maybe like last week had kind of a thread about this on the um, kindred spirits Facebook group, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. But um, he likes his stuff. He likes to have multiple things. He's kind of like your um, quintessential boy scout who needs to be prepared for everything. And that means like it needs to be in his pocket ready to go. Mm -hmm. And so he's kind of this Um, He finds comfort in his things and he finds comfort in seeing them. If they're not out, they're lost or I lost them for him or something, you know? So, so I live in a house with someone who needs to see everything he owns (laughs) everywhere and four kids and two dogs. And, you know, it's just, it makes me crazy. And I'm the kind of person that I get so overwhelmed easily by too much stuff that I kind of, I call it paralyzed, you know, I get paralyzed where it's like, okay, I don't even know where to begin. And my mom always laughs because she tells, she would tell me, you know, as a kid, I'd be in my room crying because she had told me to go clean it. And I didn't know where to begin Mm -hmm. because it was just too much of a mess. And she would have me, she'd have to go in and say, okay, now pick up all the red clothes and now do this and now do that. But I, I still kind of need that. So I guess my question is, sorry, I turned it into therapy again. <laughs> but again,
0: I am not a therapist. But. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, how do you mesh two styles? I'm not necessarily a minimalist, but I do like things to be in order and put away. How do I, how do I contain it when his clutter threshold is so much higher than mine? Okay.
0: Let me ask you when you, cause um, when you wrote the question, out, you said, I want things away out of sight. Are things neat
1: out of sight or are they shoved out of sight? You mean in reality or in my perfect world? In reality. Okay. In reality? In reality. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to live in my perfect world. Right? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. In reality, everything is, if it's out of sight, it's shoved out of sight. Okay. It's not necessarily so, organized out of sight.
0: Are all four of your kids together? What do you, yeah. Like, okay. So you're not a blended family?
1: No, yeah. They're yeah, they're all ours. Okay. So I the only reason
0: I ask that is because then I know that you guys have been together for at least 17, 17 years. years and nine. Oh, months. It's
1: been 18 years. <laughs> I've yeah. been dealing with this.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm just, I'm just going with history here. Okay. And I, and again, it goes back to what we talked about with the dishes of me. I, a big part of my own personal really making progress was owning that I had created the home that we lived in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm not a therapist and I don't, you know, I mean, I have a great marriage, but it's not perfect, you know, by any means. And I drive him bananas a lot, you know, <laughs> and he's very patient. I'm thankful for that. But so, so what my question is, is if in his mind, I'm wondering if the two options are either my stuff is out where I can see it or it's shoved away in a cabinet and I would never find it. Is that right? Yes. So he needs to know where things are, which might be. Again, I'm not a therapist, but it might be the real way to say this of he needs to know where things are and he maybe feels like because of the way things are when they're shoved, his only way to guarantee that he knows where things are is for them to be out and be seen. Right? Okay. So do you have some areas in your home that are either neutral or just yours, like that, that he would probably say, okay, this is her, this is her area. You know I mean? Obviously from his right. comment about the kitchen, he considers the kitchen to be your area, which is the same way in my house because right. I'm the does all the cooking. It's my space y'all. But like, are, are there any other areas in your home where like the living area, does he have all his stuff out in the living area or is that mostly like?
1: So I've tried to make it because he likes to, um, so he has like a roll top desk in the living area Okay, because he likes to tie flies and that's where his fly time is. <sighs> it is. It's a, that's it's cool. Kind of How top. about I say that's cool instead it's of neat. It's not real neat. <laughs> but, um, so he has his desk and the okay. reason we got the roll top was because I could like close it. Right. Okay. But It's so full of all of his stuff that half the time, if I want to close it, I have to shove it all in and close it, you know, and then Mm -hmm. it becomes a mess again. And he has another hobby of where like he, he cleans guns, like he cleans his guns Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so he'll sit in the chair and watch TV and he's cleaning his guns. But then I have all the little tools and things just, he leaves it all out. And, and I guess part of the problem for me is I don't know what any of that stuff is, So like the oil and the tools and the little bushings and things, I don't really know how to, so I end up picking it up and putting it in a box for him to try to contain it. But then that box ends up being, there's like 15 boxes because- he doesn't, you know, it's like his brain just doesn't know where stuff is, where he left it. And so maybe I, is there my, a box? Is it possible
0: to, and it's not ideal, but we live in reality, right? Okay. Right. And it's, you know, it's his home just as much as it is yours and all that. So is it possible to have a box that gets to stay in the living room? Some, yeah. And I know that's kind of basically what you did with the roll top, kind of desk. like the
1: roll top desk. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. Just...
0: you know, one of the things I have done with my husband is I'll present something to him and I'll say, "Look what I got for you to keep, such and such in." And I say that as you know, you I honor what you're into. Like I right. honor that that you these are the things that you care about, and I I want that to fit into our home here's something for that, you know, and then I'll kind of casually mention you know, that this is the space that we have for this, you know, maybe the roll top desk. Okay. So this right. roll top desk is like, I want that to be so that you can really do that. But I'm assuming that if there's so much stuff
1: on there, it also makes it hard to actually do the work there. Right. Yeah. So okay. then, you know, we'll go months without time flies because probably to him, it's overwhelming, you know, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't find anything and then I get mad because I'm like, well, why do we even have this right here? Because it's annoying to me to see the mess all the time, you know, but you're right. I think the key is to find a container that he can keep his various different, you know, items in instead of, cause what happens is with the, the cleaning equipment and things like that, I end up just picking it up, putting it in a box and maybe shoving it in the roll top desk, which maybe yeah. isn't, that's not the designated space for that stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I, you know, that's his container and he's exploding out of it. We need to figure out how to make it. Right. Which then makes the roll top desk more overwhelming.
0: Yes. So, so I mean, how, um, which y'all all all know I'm more decluttering than organizing, but how organized is the, um, fly tying stuff when it's
1: in its ideal state? He can be pretty. I mean, I've been, surprised that he can be pretty organized. Okay. But I think it takes, he's probably a lot like me in that it's overwhelming. And so it's hard to start, but like if he were to set it, take a day and set it up how he wants to, he could maintain it for quite a while. Okay. That way. Um,
0: Does he know about me? No. (laughs) That is so funny. That's not usually the answer I get, but that's funny. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So I am a secret. So all this is coming out of your brain. Got it. Okay. We'll figure out how to do that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I can <laughs> tell them about you. I just have it.
0: <laughs> that makes, but your kids know that's funny. They, do, okay. they listen to the podcast with me. That is so funny. Okay. Well, here, here's something you can do is you can say, I, I mean, you can blame me Okay. Like feel free to blame me. And you could even say, okay, so there's, I don't know if I've told you about her before, but she's actually the reason why the, I have been doing the dishes for the last however long, you know, like I noticed that you notice the kitchen is different than it used to be. That's the reason. Okay. So this lady on the internet, you know, she has this thing called the container concept.
1: And she calls herself a therapist.
0: I I'm do not. Kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but but go ahead and blame me. Okay. And just be like, okay, you know, so she would look at this desk as a container, because a container is meant to be a limit. It's not meant to just put things in. It's meant to be a limit. Which one of the sometimes I'm like and I, this was part of my issue, you know, like we were talking about before not getting all this stuff that it seemed like other people got. Sometimes I felt like my brain worked a little bit more like a man. Like some of the things that just seemed to come naturally to other women, I've realized that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of women that struggle with this, but that was kind of in some ways that thought process. And I think that the, sometimes just putting the words to it of this is the space for this and it's a container, which means it's a limit. And that's how, that's the essence of how you keep something under control is by accepting the limits of the space that you have for it, you know, just helping him. like, Is there anything that you need to help keep this space under control? You know, like, would it be, I mean, I'm, my kids are really into fishing. And so I'm thinking all the little slots of fishing tackle kind of stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, would, would that help? You know, if you had something like that, and then to the point where you could then have places to put the things in there. Do you know what I mean? Like it would give you something to maintain because because you want to maintain it, and and you can just tell them. So I've realized it's not helpful when I just shove it in there and close the thing. So what can we do to really embrace the fact that this is the space? for you to tie flies and to keep your supplies. I don't Am I making any sense? Yeah,
1: no, you absolutely are. Yeah, I think probably it, it means having that conversation. Yeah. Um, because his solution to container limits is to buy another container. Well, you and that what? was
0: my solution too. So I totally right. understand where he's coming from on that. But for me, understanding what containers were for, like, and, and blame mm-hmm. me. So this is how this lady right. describes it. And this is how, yeah, like she is, she's from Texas and <laughs> like, just say what, you know, like, I don't even know why I listen to her, but I do. How it makes it sense to me, <laughs> but really though, you know, and, and be like, well, yeah. of course I already knew about containers, but some of the people who listened to her didn't. And so this is how she explains <laughs> it or I don't know, whatever. Um, But anyway, and then I think on the other stuff, you know, if, if the stuff being out is the issue that drives you crazy, I, my biggest advice always is to focus on your own stuff and neutral stuff, you know, like focus on what you can do on your own stuff, which might mean if his stuff is the stuff that's visible and your stuff that is the stuff that's not visible, I know I have the visibility rule but we're going to go ahead and make priority your stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like if the focus feels like it has to be the visibility stuff and that's all his, go ahead and instead focus on your stuff. And so maybe that means you clear out a cabinet, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, and you realize, oh, I've been stuffing stuff in this cabinet for the last 14 years and I don't even know what's in here anymore. And then you can clear out that cabinet, find out that, Oh, I only need one tiny bit of this cabinet. And I'm able to say to him, this is your cabinet. Right. Or maybe I clear out two cabinets. And so now all my stuff is in one, he can have the whole other cabinet. And I say, you know, this is yours. Remember that container thing, that lady, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> and here's, honestly, I would start with this over starting with dealing with the fly fishing table, just okay. because focusing on your own stuff as the person who struggles when somebody sees a mess that's both of ours, like we both have some sort of ownership in this mess, but they want to focus on my stuff first. I'm, my defenses are up. Yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, this is not all my issue here, you know? So if you clear out a cabinet, of your stuff and you just say, Hey, this is for you. I've cleared up more space for you to have for your gun cleaning or for your fly fishing or whatever, you know, maybe you can have a cabinet and you say, put all your fly fishing supplies in here. Here's some plastic tubs so that you can carry them into the living room and actually do the work on the desk. You know, like, so it's all this, I'm honoring who you are and what's important to you and what's fun to you. And does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No attacking. And yeah, attacking does clean, not work. Yeah. Clean up your own mess first yeah, is probably sorry. a good, I mean, cause I'm not going to lie. I have enough of my own stuff to take care yeah. of. So you're well, right.
0: Well, and, and I think too, with that, the other thing that happens there is if you focus on your own stuff first, before you ever bring up any of this, then he's probably going to notice at some point, like he did with the kitchen. Like, right. huh, things are, that's what happened in my home. I can't guarantee it. I can't guarantee anything in anybody else's relationship, but it is what happened in my home that I, because I didn't tell him what I was doing at first. I didn't tell him about me. <laughs> I didn't tell about the lady on the internet, which was me because it was all secret, but, but I was making changes and he started to see, oh, she's getting rid of stuff that she's held on to for years and years and years, our whole marriage. And wow, okay, she's able to do that. I could do that. And also our house is easier to live in and all that because of what she's doing. And so whether or not he put it into words, he started to be willing to get rid of his own stuff. And so, um, and I hear from people all the time who are like, it really is true. Like once I just focused on myself and just focused on what I was doing and my own stuff, it eventually trickled down into family members. So yeah, I know. I can do it. I know. Well,
1: and it's (laughs) It's a long haul anyway, so. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I think that's the other, I mean, I think that's one of my other questions was just, it's, I think what's wrong with, not wrong, what's different about me is with that project brain thing that we have, I look at it as, well, this has to happen tomorrow. I have to get this all done tomorrow. And so it's really hard for me to adjust my thinking into if I'm doing just a little bit every day, it's eventually going to be better. He's going to notice it. And it will like in 10 years from now, he'll do his own or something, you know, but that's kind of just the process.
0: Well, and that's where the visibility rule is important, but only on your own stuff. Visibility. Do you know what I mean? Like if you will focus on the visibility rule, meaning the most you know, out there spaces that you see all the time of your stuff. And and so look around and go, is there anything around here that, you know, is all of your stuff put away or is, is there something and focus on that? Because that will, first of all, that'll impact other people more quickly. But even if it didn't, it would impact you and Uh help you go, oh, that was worth it. That was worth my time. That made a real impact on my home, you know, and then, you know, keep, keep focusing on that but if it becomes a question between visibility and your stuff, go to your stuff. Okay. But still do all of your stuff that's visible. I oh, know. I can do it. I know. You totally can.
1: You totally can. I, I did it yesterday. I don't know. I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking. I'm already, I've, got, I've got it all figured out. What?
0: <laughs> so you were cured the day before our session.
1: Yeah, totally. That is
0: just amazing.
1: <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is when when I um, signed up to do the interview and they uh-huh. they said today and everything, the first thought I had was I've got to clean my house. That is so funny, isn't that funny? That's just yeah. like the other default thing. It was and it's a Zoom call, like I not And then and it's with you. Like if anyone's yeah. gonna understand, yeah, oh, I, I understand. don't need to clean my house. But that For was sure. the first thing I
0: thought. Isn't that funny? That's so funny where our brains go. And I, I but I actually think that's, you know, what you just said is your brain went to something that when you stop and think about it, you go, wait a minute, why did my brain go to that? You know, like anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, well, and the other thing too is, you know, the way that you worded your question just now, the initial phrase that you had in your form that you filled out was, You were referring to what all the stuff we just talked about as maintaining a clutter threshold. So I just want to be clear and make sure to reiterate that your clutter threshold is the point at which you can keep your house under control. It's not what drives you crazy, which a lot of times those two things are related, but keeping the house under control is the ultimate goal, right? Mm -hmm. And so- So just, you know, making I don't know if that was made any sense. No,
1: I know what you're saying. I because I don't want to maintain a cluttery house. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to keep it at the state that it's in. I want to get to a point where my clutter threshold has not been hit. I'm below my clutter threshold. Where it's more easily staying
0: under control. And the other thing too, and I don't know what your relationship is like. You know, in my house it's easier to tell my kids it's time for a five minute pickup than it is to tell my husband it's time for a five minute Uh, pickup. You know, I mean, that's just reality because we're adults and we don't like to be told what to do. And I don't want it. If he tells me, Hey, Danny, you need to go blah, 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 whatever. Um, but the five minute pickups, especially when you have four kids, you know, making that a little more of a, as often as you think of it, I'm, I, I never like to say every single day. Cause then if with my personality, if I miss one, then I think, Oh, well, what's the point, you know, but making those five minute pickups, um, you know, over time I've been able to say as, as he starts to see that we're all up and around then, and, and he's great about doing, but you know what I mean? We all know yeah. what we're saying yeah. here. It's just reality. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll say, Hey, could you focus on this space? You know, like those five minutes make a huge impact and over time the whole family realizes of oh, that five minutes is really worth my time right. and you're welcome to spend five minutes just kind of straightening up your fly fishing area or whatever you know like that if that's what you wanted to do for the five minutes that would be great but I don't know that's a touchy issue because and I'm not I'm not blaming husbands I'm just saying I think it's just an adult thing we don't mm-hmm. you know we're like wait I'm not one of the kids that can be told what to do so yeah anyway right. Okay. Your second question that you have. Oh, yeah.
1: It's kind of the same. I mean, it all goes on the same theme. It's just, you know, I feel like my house is so old and small and run down and messy. Well, and really what it is, is messy. <laughs> like it's not necessarily, like for a long time, I have complained about my house and really what I should be claim- complaining about is the stuff in it. Because like, it's the same container concept. It's like, we have this house. It's not like we're moving anytime soon. This is it. So it's a matter of reframing my thinking into, not that I hate my house, but more that I need to adjust our living so that we can be comfortable in our house. So, I mean, I don't know if I've solved that for myself already, but I know that's what I need to do. It's just hard to do it.
0: Well- the word messy um, is ambiguous because there's a lot of, there's a lots of different, <laughs> I'm speaking some other language right now. Um, there's a lot of different ways, you know, to be messy, but I would say, you know, but I'm going to give you the focus of decluttering, you know, like free up square footage with decluttering and, and you're only going to know that as you do it, but like make some tough Decisions, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go in and be briefless. Maybe it's on a space that you've decluttered in the past. Going back to a space that you've decluttered in the past, it's often a lot easier to go back again and say, okay, I'm going to tackle this again. I'm going to use the five step process from decluttering at the speed of life. And I am going to, you know, generally, I find that I'm able to really get rid of a lot more that time. So just go back to declutter. Every time your house feels small, declutter. Okay. And, uh, it really does make a difference in how your house feels. I I mean, as far as if if you don't like the style of your house, (laughs) I am so not a style person, but I know for me, I I feel the exact same way about my house. Like I would just be like, this isn't pretty like other people's houses, which I can't see any of your house and it looks beautiful what I can see. So anyway, I'm just, I'm, so I'm not, you know what I mean? But like for my own house, I was, because I felt like I wasn't this great decorator that added to my feeling of what's the point of decluttering. You know what I mean? Like, because I was like, well, my house is not that pretty anyway, so you know, even if I do get it cleaned up and get it decluttered, it's still not like so and so's house next door or whatever. Right. But I was surprised as I decluttered how just decluttering a space gave me that same. Oh, that looks so nice, even though it wasn't up to this decorating standard that I had in my brain that I knew I was never going to achieve. It was oh wow, mm-hmm. my house looks prettier, just not having clutter, just yes. having less yeah. stuff in it. Um, you know, an empty table is prettier than a table with stuff piled all over it. You know what I mean, and it's like, but you, but it's hard to, because that's not the goal. The goal isn't for, you know, I will achieve beauty through an empty table. Like you're just, anyway, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm rambling today.
1: I like it keep going. I, I
0: always ramble <laughs> anyway. Okay. So our last question that we'll go over, um, is about the project brain and we talked about that, right?
1: Yeah. A little bit. Just, okay. It's mostly just, you know, I look at things, I get a little bit overwhelmed and I think I can't possibly do this today. So I won't. And I call that my, I feel like that's my project brain because I'm yeah. looking at it as a whole, Mm-hmm. rather than as like the, I'll take two minutes and put a couple of things away and throw away the trash. But I think that that's the hardest thing I have to overcome. Cause I look around at my house right now, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, right there, over there, there's that pile, there's this, you know, and it's like all visible things from where yeah. you're sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how am I ever going to get this done? Like it's too much. And so then I just don't.
0: Do you, um, do you do
1: before pictures ever? Okay. So I, that I did one. <laughs> well, I've taken a couple, I've taken several before pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite made it to the after all the time, but well, I have to. okay.
0: So, so stop thinking of it as I'm not going to take a picture until it's done. Take a picture at okay. your stopping point.
1: Okay. So, okay, because yes, that, I mean, that was the thing I've taken several before pictures and I like that the kindred spirits group, you know, everyone's nice and they're not going to be like, oh my gosh, how do you live in that or whatever. And, and I think, okay, I'm going to do one of those posts, but it's also that same thing. It's like that project brain where it's like, okay, I've got the before picture. Now I'm going to spend all day and it's going to be this amazing after picture. Mm-hmm. And I never get to the amazing after because- yeah. Take the better picture instead of the okay. after take the better picture. So
0: okay. work until you fizzle or work until you get a distraction or you have to step away or whatever, even if it's two minutes literally okay. and before you step away, take another picture or tell yourself I'm only going to work for five minutes. So you know that ahead of time, set a timer for five minutes so that at the end of five minutes, you take a better picture. Okay. okay? Not a better picture, but a, picture representing better.
1: (laughs) looking A little bit better or just different from what it was. Okay. Because
0: something happens in my brain when I flip back and forth and go, I did that in three minutes. Like it, it's like, wow, that really did have an impact. So you have the better, I mean, you have the before and you have the better. Mm -hmm. And even though it's not done, it's like, wow, that was really worth two minutes of effort or five minutes of effort or 12 minutes or whatever. And especially if you're doing it on your phone, you're gonna have a timestamp on there. So you don't even have to, you know, check or whatever. But if you're hesitant to or if you keep forgetting to take the better picture, do the five minute thing. Do the take a picture, set a timer for five minutes, work on that space, take another picture after five minutes. And I think you'll be shocked because it also helps clear up the T pad, the time passage awareness disorder to realize Oh, I actually make a huge impact in five minutes because a lot of times when you're looking around at all those spaces, you're thinking, Oh, this is going to take so much time that I don't Mm -hmm. have. And you don't have a real awareness of how much time it will take, but yeah, taking the and and also taking, if you said there's four piles in a room that you're Mm -hmm. looking at, taking a picture of one pile lets you see so clearly this one space, it was worth the time, you know, which right. then will generally inspire you to keep going. Um, even if it's not that day, but you know, that's visible, you see the visible progress, you're more quickly inspired to tackle another space. And then so then you s- tackle something else that's visible.
1: Okay. Okay. That's a good, that's great advice because I think, See, this is why it's like, why don't I think of this on my own? That's why I need I you. All I do is state the obvious. I'm sorry, but I have made a life business out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, why, why yeah. do I need your permission I know to stop at five minutes when I, like, why couldn't I do that on my own? Like on my own, it's like, oh, it's not pretty enough at the end. You know, it, it's like in my mind, I have to get to the very final picture, yeah. perfect area, mm-hmm. And that never happens. So, well, you. and,
0: you know, if it helps you to think of you have permission to stop, great. But even if it, it, you could even break it down, even let more, less, whatever, and say, I'm going to take a picture after five minutes, whether I stop at five minutes, great. Whether I don't stop at five minutes, great. But I'm taking a picture after five minutes. Okay. Just to... Let Just progress. Your, yeah. Yes. To let my brain see five minutes makes an impact. My house is better off than it was before, which increases your decluttering energy. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else that you would like me to know? Anything you were desperate to talk about?
1: No, I feel like we've really kind of covered it a lot. Um, and I'm so glad that you were willing to do this with me because... I don't, like I said, I needed your permission, which is so
0: silly, but no, it's, it feels silly, but at the same time, it's normal. Like it's normal to feel like, oh, wait, I can do things in that simple way. Oh, okay. Because I mean, that's, I'm the queen of overcomplicating things.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, and I think in my mind, I do want my house to be just like clean and orderly and light and airy and, you know, but then I look around and I get discouraged and I think, well, that's never going to be like that, but it never will be if I don't do just a little bit. So you like your books, your podcast, everything has given me just those baby steps that I need that I was looking for, you know, all those years ago, like, how do you do your dishes, which yeah. I knew how to do dishes. I just didn't know, is there how a better to keep way? them done? Yeah, right. Am I doing something wrong here because I can't seem to do it? And um, so I've, I've mastered that. It took me like a year to really actually master that issue. And so now I'm, now I'm working on the, just getting all of the other stuff just kind of taken care of too. And I do think, well, I love the take it there. Now that is the hardest. That's one of the hardest steps for me um, because a lot of times I just need to throw things away or take them to donate or whatever. And it just, they end up just in a pile or whatever. So I'm working on it.
0: Well, and, and during those five minutes, since you're really just kind of testing the system anyway, you know I mean? Really? You're trying to see what you can do in five minutes. Be like, I'm going to take it there right now in these five minutes. I'm only giving myself five minutes anyway. So I'm going to take it there now and, even if it legitimately takes you five minutes to go put away those tools, which most likely it won't. Right. <laughs> but even if it did, your better picture is going to be better. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, it actually is better. I didn't just move it out of the frame of the picture. Like it's,
1: it <laughs> it's like you're in my brain. <laughs>
0: But, but I mean, like, you know, don't cheat during the five minutes, I guess is what I'm saying
1: (laughs) yeah because
0: because that's going to prove to yourself. Because I mean, I'm the queen of being skeptical about what's going to work. And my main reason was because I'd failed so many times. I'm like, really, that's going to work. Are you sure? Test it, you know, use the five minute before and better picture to test and prove. And if it doesn't work, okay, then you were right, but it does it works. I promise. I know it does.
1: I know it does.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, tell me what you love about being a kindred spirit. You've kind of mentioned it a couple times.
1: Oh I yeah. I, so that's like one of my favorite perks of the Patreon is being able to do the kindred spirits group because number one, I thought I was the only one in the world that like struggled yeah. with this kind of thing. And I'm going to be honest, and this is really not very nice, but I was also judgmental of people who are like me. And I don't know if anyone else is I, I totally get it. Yes. But I'd be like, man, why can't they keep their house together? And then I'd get home and be like, oh, like <laughs> mine's way worse. But for some reason, you know. And so, I think because I've been so judgmental, it's helped me to see that like that's not fair to judge other people because I'm judging myself at the same time. Like I realized that that judgment I have placed on myself as well. It's like what is wrong with you? You can't keep your house. And I'm realizing there's nothing wrong with me. It's just my brain works differently. And I'm learning how to work with my, my abilities of, you know, being different and unique in my housekeeping style. But um, I think I here's, love- here's what I'm hearing you say. And this is what I
0: also have. I, I, I mean, I'll just tell you, like, I love these calls so much. Cause I'm like, we're having a conversation and we're being open and we're being honest about all of this because I think part of the isolation there is being like, okay, I know there are messy people in the world, but I'm messy and I am successful in other areas of my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, okay. So I, I feel competent in these areas, but I'm messy. And, and, and that's where this, this weird disconnect and you're like, hey, what is wrong here that this happens? Because you, there's this weird assumption that if other people who are messy don't have it together in any area of their life, you know, I mean, like, yes, I know yeah. that sounds so bad to say, but I also, I go, okay, and I think that's the beauty of the community is going, oh no, there is a legitimate disconnect, and that, that's one of the things in my next book that I'm have in there is just this whole weird identity thing of why can't we accept these two things at one time about ourselves? Right. You know, and I, I do think that that community aspect of it makes you go, okay, you know, like I will have people all the time, <laughs> not as much anymore. Cause I think I'm more out there, you know, but people who, especially when I first started to put my picture out there, they were like, Oh, you're normal looking and you struggle like this, like that they needed right. to see that, you know, they needed to go, oh, you seem like a really normal person and yet you struggle with this. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, what that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's exactly my point is, and and being part of the kindred spirits group, it's like, I'm realizing like, oh, the people who, you know, I judge as not having their life together actually might have their life together. But with the group, I just love that I have, my eyes have been opened yeah. to all of these successful people that are quote unquote, you know, like normal and they brush their hair and, you know, get up every morning and they look great and their house may just not be picturesque. Like some of, you know, my neighbor's houses, but I'm realizing that like, we're, there are so many people that struggle with this and that it's, it's not just because we don't have a brain that works that way. It's just because we don't have a brain that works that way.
0: Well, here's what I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, honey, this is a sign of brilliance. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's like one of our sayings all the time. I'll do something ridiculous and he'll, and I'll be like, honey, sign of brilliance. That's it. Is. Because, what, that's, it is
1: true because we are brilliant. We are. So, <laughs> I say that about my kids all the time. Whenever they like do something really not smart, not brilliant. I'm like, well, it's because they're geniuses. Exactly.
0: Let's give ourselves that same. Yeah. But there is actually a relationship there. I mean, Einstein was, you know.
1: Oh, I'm sure his house was just as bad as mine. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. So see, we're just going to climb it. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. This has been really fun. I've enjoyed talking to you. um, And I look forward to just hearing what helps. And maybe it'll help you kind of get over a couple of those hurdles of.
1: Yeah. So thanks for
0: being willing to be open and.
1: Oh, yeah. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you so
0: much. Okay, guys. Didn't you just love that conversation with Alyssa? Like, I enjoy these so much. Kind of like she was talking about um, the benefits of being in the Kindred Spirits group. That's what these conversations with my people do for me. I mean, it is just like, I like the women who follow this stuff that I do on the internet, you guys, we have a lot in common and we're fun and we're intelligent and we're just, we're seriously lovely people. You guys, I mean, really anyway, <laughs> but if you want to find more about, um, being a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's P A T R E O N.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later.